Welcome to Transformed by Faith today. This week we begin a new five-part reflection on Jeremiah 29. This scripture is famous in many ways, particularly starting with the 11th verse, where God through Jeremiah says, Surely I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord, plans for your welfare and not for harm, plans to give you a future with hope. It's powerful when we hear God and believe God, when we trust God with a future that God is promising to us, a future filled with hope and with good things, a future that confirms the goodness of God towards us. This Jeremiah 29, 11 passage is part of Epworth's focus on the future that God has for us. In the midst of a pandemic, in the midst of a hard-fought election, in the midst of deep challenges of racial injustice in this country, we believe that God has a plan for us, and not because Epworth is uh, special in any other way than the rest of the body of Christ, but in the midst of large historical events, in the midst of troubling times, there's great power in believing that God is still for us. And that doesn't mean, as we see in this passage, that there aren't times of challenge and even suffering. It doesn't mean, for example, with the people of Israel, that their waywardness didn't result in their exile to Babylon. God's clear. They were carried off in part because they forgot the very foundation of who they were. But even in the midst of the suffering that comes from their own sin, God begins to make them promises. Strangely, there is a false prophet, Hananiah, who is telling the people who are in exile in Babylon that in two years they'll be returned to Jerusalem. But God's hope, shared through Jeremiah, is different. God's promise is only after 70 years are completed in Babylonian exile. Then will I bring you back to this place, to Jerusalem. Sometimes we want the false prophet's quick two-year fix. Sometimes we're frustrated that God would allow us to live in the results of our waywardness and our sin as a community. But God seems to have this amazing way in this Jeremiah text of not only holding us accountable for the way that our own decisions impact the community that we are a part of, but also giving us a word of hope. Because who can live for 70 years in exile without belief and hope that God is continuing to lead us forward? Hope is a really powerful thing, and particularly when we apply it to our future. In the midst of this pandemic, when financial insecurities seem to chip away at hope or security for our families, in the midst of this election in which the tenor of the way in which we speak to each other has become so charged, leaves us feeling hopeless about our ability to be in relationship and even about the integrity of those that we are struggling with. But God seems to say, even after 70 years, I will bring you back to the place that I have promised. And as you wait with hope in your future, 
build houses and plant gardens and give and take in marriage. Be committed to where you are, even in the challenge that the sin has brought. And look to the future with hope, believing that God always has good things for us. As a body of Christ, both locally at Epworth and as the larger body of Christ, I believe that there is no more important time for us to have a voice than now, and not even a voice that is engaged in party politics, but a voice that speaks true and clear and strong in the face of deceit to speak truth, in the face of racism to speak the sacred worth of every individual, in the face of systemic injustice to speak the call that we have to work, that institutions would reflect God's will and not human ego or selfishness. Today, as you open your eyes, I invite you to open them believing that God does see suffering and that God does acknowledge some of the challenges we face as a community like the people of Israel come from our own poor choices but that God never leaves us. And today God has not left you, but is instead speaking future and power and hope into your life. And as you walk towards that future, investing in the details of today, I invite you to be a people who constantly point to the power of God, to the call of God, and to the hope that we have that where we stand now, is not the end, but part of the journey that leads us to wholeness. Will you pray with me? God, the sweep of history is broad. And in some moments, we stand asking where you are and why you haven't acted. In other moments, we get frustrated and overwhelmed by how long 70 years could be. We want to believe the false promises of two years. Other times, God, we just get so overwhelmed with the details, the day-to-day details of living in a broken and hurtful world, that we forget that in the very act of planting and building and giving, we find glimpses of the hope you promise. Today, God, give us feet that are steady enough to stand where we are, hearts that are filled with enough hope to believe that you are leading us out of the brokenness and injustice and sin of this world and self-awareness enough to acknowledge that some of the very pain we stand in, we contribute to with our own choices. Teach us, God, to be a people who live into the future with hope that you promise. We ask all of this in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen.